So on today's episode, we had Alex Lopez from Peachy Keen Unions, where we learned all about bilingual ceremonies and when to do them, who should do them, um, when to consider them, kind of the first steps involved in, you know, your planning process, especially when it comes to your ceremony. So basically, we talked about all this great information. And honestly, I am embarrassed to admit that I wasn't even really thinking about bilingual ceremonies. I was thinking, you know, Alex is bilingual. So anyway, a whole other nugget there. But I learned so much during this episode that I hope you did too. And if you're considering a bilingual ceremony, definitely reach out. We can connect you with Alex and the Peachy Keen Unions team to help you with that process. Thanks so much. As always, listen to us on your favorite listening platforms, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, anywhere you'd like to listen to us, we'll be there. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. We look forward to hearing from you. Did you know that Cactus Collective Weddings does small and intimate weddings based in Las Vegas, San Diego, in the Black Hills in South Dakota? We love helping couples get married on their own terms. This fall, we actually have three special pop-up wedding dates that we're offering in Las Vegas at a beautiful scenic setting called the Dry Lake Bed. We'll be partnering with some of the most luxurious planners and coordinators and decor folks in Las Vegas on October 1st, October 22nd, and November 11th. We still have availability for these amazing wedding dates at these amazing great prices. So definitely inquire at cactus-collective.com slash pop-ups. I have Alex Lopez, who is a bilingual minister or officiant from Peachy Keen Unions. And today we're going to be talking about what that means, maybe why you should um, consider it and kind of some ins and outs of it. So you ready to get started, Alex? Sounds great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you bet. So just the first question, who should have a bilingual ceremony? So I think who should have a bilingual ceremony really depends on the couple themselves. Um, let's take me, for example, though, like I am bilingual. I speak English and I speak Spanish. I have family that originates from Mexico and also from a country right under that called Guatemala. Now, my immediate family, I've talked with, you know, I talk with them regularly. I know where they're at with English and with Spanish. Really? And so I know that some of them, um, some of my family members, they are good. They're fluent. They can speak both languages. Some of them, they don't speak both languages, but they can understand right. what is being said in English, even though they don't speak it. And so really, it's like, depending on the couple, they would have to, you know, look through their guest list and see, hey, is there a big amount of people, like a big group of people that do not a, speak English and do not understand English? And mm -hmm. should we consider making this a bilingual ceremony so that they feel included and they can understand what is happening throughout the entire ceremony? Because it's a big day. It's a big thing that's happening there. And you want to make sure that everybody feels included in that. Actually, I'm going to take it back one step further. Bilingual, does that mean, actually tell me what that actually means? Because now I'm thinking maybe I don't know what it means. Maybe are you doing some in English and some in Spanish? Or is so, it only... So tell me so, what it means. Yeah, actually, that's yeah, probably the best yeah, place definitely. to... Yeah, absolutely. Let's take it from the top. So like with a bilingual ceremony, you have... I, I do a, a little bit of all of them, just depending on what the couple's mm -hmm. needs are, right? If, let's say, the couple and all of their guests, 
majority the majority speaks Spanish only, and they would just prefer it to all be in Spanish. We'll do a Spanish ceremony, and then vice versa. If it's everybody is cool with English, we'll go with an all English ceremony. Um, but a bilingual ceremony is where you have really like a mixed bag of people. Some are really fluent in English, but not in Spanish, and vice versa. And so you bring someone uh, on board like me who is bilingual, who can guide you through that ceremony in both languages. And so I'll be, during the ceremony, we'll be bouncing back and forth between both of those languages really? as we go through vows, as we go through ring exchanges, and ultimately pronouncing you as husband and that is so cool. Okay. So let's dissect this just a little bit. Um, so are you literally like sentence for sentence or is it really kind of, it, it's a, um, yeah. So for sure the it's most a skill, part, like, you know, like this makes the, sense to do this way and yeah. Yeah. It. So it's kind of a mix. Yeah. Uh, for mo the most part, I would say it is, I'll say my sentence in English or, or like a short, I don't know, maybe just a short blurb that I will, uh, do it in English, and then I'll rewind it back and say it in Spanish so that everyone is aware. Now, there are parts where I know, like through my experience, that I can kind of tweak things here and there to, uh, like, let's say, for example, vows, something that I really like to do. I'll ask the couple, hey, who between the two of you is better with English and who's better with Spanish? Because what I want to do is ask one of you those vows, you know, do you take this woman to be a lovely wife in English? And then the other person, I'm going to ask you these exact same questions, but in Spanish. And so that way, You're not, we're it's not, not yeah. double track, you know, repeating myself too, too much. And everybody in the process of that understands exactly what is going on. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of so it's like a little mix of, of both. OK, that mm -hmm. <laughs> that makes so much sense. And actually. I, I love it. I think it's actually, it's so great. And everything you've said so far, because many people have folks from, you know, all walks of life and maybe even just prefer Spanish, or maybe they even have like this, like kind of heritage you mentioned, like maybe actually everybody does speak English, <laughs> but maybe there's like that element where like, you know, we have this heritage. That's kind of cool too. So yeah, okay. anyway, I'm, I'm glad that I asked that question because that makes so yeah, much more sense. We want to be thorough. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, um, so actually we kind of went over this just a little bit, but if you want to go into what does a bilingual ceremony look like a little bit more in depth, we definitely can. Yeah. So there's two ways to go about it. If you are planning your own bilingual ceremony, if you there's the route that I just kind of went over a little bit mm -hmm. where it's you bring on a wedding officiant who is bilingual like me and they'll be tasked with taking you through the ceremony and just I like to make it clear to my couples like hey I'm you know just so you know I'm going to be bouncing back and forth between both languages some you know because you understand both languages it might sound a little repetitive at times right but uh, like I promise like it's it's just so that everyone is included and everybody knows what's going on. Another way that you can go about a bilingual ceremony is if you have someone who is a wedding officiant, a minister who only speaks one of those languages, let's say they only speak English, but they don't speak Spanish. You want a bilingual ceremony, what you can do is you can bring an interpreter on board who will then do the translating for the minister. Um, I've seen that been done effectively in the past. I would advise if you were to go that route, uh, you want to make sure that both the interpreter and that minister are 
communicating beforehand that they are on the same page. Maybe the minister can share uh, you know, some of their notes or if they have a script already prepared, if they can share that with the interpreter ahead of time. So that way the interpreter can now review that, translate it into, that, into Spanish or whatever the language may be, and, and then be able to effectively just flow with that ceremony rather than trying to figure it all out on the fly Right. If you try to do it all on the fly the day of, it's nine times out of ten, it's probably going to go uh, pretty badly. So <laughs> you want to make sure <laughs> preparation is right. very much key. I mean, with anything that you do on regarding weddings, it's, it's a really important day. So you definitely want to dedicate that time, make sure that the, the, uh, the translator and your officiant, your minister are on the same page here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, def- so those are the two ways. You can bring somebody else on board or just have somebody who is uh, well-versed in both. So is it, um, w- w- if you have an interpreter, the mm-hmm. interpreter does the same thing, basically. So they would, the English speaking minister, for example, right. would pause. Would pause. Yes. Got it. So that's yeah. where, that, yeah, that's why I said that's going to be very important for them to connect prior to, uh, if you're lucky, they may have already worked together right. Uh, right. At, in previous occasions because that way they can kind of get to know their, the, the flow of each other and when the pauses will happen so that the interpreter can then jump in right. rather than cut in and, and you know, completely throw the, uh, the minister off. So right. you will definitely want to do your due diligence there and make sure that those two people, if you're having two separate people doing this, translator and minister, right. that they are communicating and they're on the same page so that they flow nicely. Yeah. Um, yeah. It makes sense to have one person doing it. <laughs> That's what I understand. Yeah. If you have that, <laughs> if you can if you find somebody that, can just do it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. If you have that that luxury to uh, to bring on somebody who can do it in English and Spanish, all the better because you know I I, I know when to pause from speaking in English and rewinding it back and going to Spanish and making yeah. sure that I'm touching on everything that I need to touch uh, during the ceremony. I really wish I could show you the inside of my brain when I am doing a, a bilingual ceremony because it's just like there's like a channel in my brain that goes from like English to Spanish and it's just like flip flopping around all throughout. <laughs> I imagine uh, I was I'm super impressed, Alex. <laughs> it seems like it could be a really challenging experience for you, but I mean, with being a professional and having the experience, it it really makes kind of an expert in this area where it's like you do this and people don't have to worry about you yeah, you kind of like clunking through it basically it's not your yeah. first rodeo yeah definitely <laughs> not my first rodeo i growing up in my uh my home church um i would it was a spanish-speaking church and my pastor at the time was like hey you know we're having a lot more of a younger crowd that grew up in the country and their dominant language is english and so like we really are trying to reach out to them as well. So would you be interested in, in translating? And I had zero experience in that. And so that sounded terrifying to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I was like, you know what, if you, if you want to give it a shot, let's give it a shot. And so it was like some trial and error at the beginning there. It was a little clunky at first. But over the years, that's, that's how I mastered it. it was just from translating my pastures. Really uh, listening and then... And knowing when to hop in, when's the right time to come in and say my, you know, say what he has just said, 
but in in English for the teens so that they can understand. And so wow. And then just taking that that skill set that was developed right. there in the church and now bringing it to the to the wedding ceremonies and be like, oh, okay, so now I just got to do that, but apply it to a wedding. And so yeah, it's been yeah. it's been a a pretty uh, fun transition to do that. That's pretty cool. Okay. And then kind of, we've already kind of like touched on this too, but who should have a bilingual ceremony? Yeah, it should. I mean, definitely, uh, you know, our couples that uh, either are bilingual or they just, one just speaks one language, one speaks the other yeah, like strongly, like you got to consider your guest list definitely mm-hmm. and see who it is that could benefit from this, you know, like, for example, with my uh, with my wedding, it was a it was a small intimate wedding, like four guests, mm-hmm. and uh, one of one of those was my mother, and she mainly speaks Spanish, but she understands English, mm-hmm. and so I felt at peace of just having an English speaking ceremony because I knew that she knew what was going on. But if it was uh, maybe like a grandparent mm-hmm. uh, who you know the older generation, they grew up in a different country, different background, only know Spanish do not know a lick of English. If you have people like that in your right. wedding party, then you should definitely consider having a bilingual ceremony because you, I, I, like I said, it's just such an important day. And, you know, it, you want to make sure that everyone that's there is having a great time and feeling included. If you've ever been in that position where you are the only Spanish speaking person in a room full of English speaking people, it can be intimidating. You could feel very like on an island and right. not feel included and so if you have those people in your wedding party wedding wedding guests definitely consider it for them so that they can feel included and celebrate along with you, you know? yeah I think that's the biggest point is that this is a celebration and if you took the time and know that these people are important to you and you want them at your ceremony I think that it makes total sense to consider this even if it's one person I oh, think yeah. it just creates that much more intimacy In- and inclusion. you know like you, inclusion 100%. Yeah. yeah. Letting everybody be a part of it. Yeah. 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 I think Absolutely. that makes it's so great. I am like <laughs> I apologize. I was actually thinking okay, yeah, Alex is going to talk to me about being bilingual. I was not actually thinking. I was thinking it was you didn't really have a choice. So I'm so glad that we had this conversation because for me, I was actually thinking like, and and forgive me, I'm just like blown away that I didn't realize this until now, but like you can have an English ceremony or you can have a Spanish ceremony. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And this Um, is, this is great because you can actually do both and include everybody in your wedding celebration for your day. So I just, I love it. And now how much time, extra time does it, add to your ceremony doing bilingual i'd say maybe like roughly another five-ish minutes i'd say really it, it can it, i mean it varies on a couple of different factors you know uh what are we including in the ceremony are there going to be unity elements like that mm-hmm. sort of thing not as much as you would think I, I can't remember like i don't know the exact like numbers and yeah. times i haven't yeah. had someone with a stopwatch or anything like that um to time me but i i don't I've never felt like it, it went way longer than it should, you know? Right, right. <laughs> um, like we're, we're able to touch on everything. Like I said, I, I found different pockets within my ceremony where I can change things up a little bit to mm-hmm. where 
it's still bilingual and everybody still knows what's going on that mm-hmm. we haven't like I didn't have to like fully repeat every single thing that I had just said um yeah. so like I like I've definitely with experience I've been able to pick up on little areas where I can do that to make this effective and not feel like it's running too long and and, and just make sure that we hit all the points that need to be hit uh, for your ceremony yeah, yeah that I think that's great. So what I, what kind of I understand and what I hear is that kind of some of your main tips would be if you're going to have guests that are Spanish speaking or speak another language, it doesn't necessarily need to be Spanish, but if they speak another language and that's their exclusive language, it's very important to have somebody that can officiate your wedding that can speak both. Yes. I know you mentioned that the that you could have an interpreter. I think that that would be like second best option. But um, it sounds like anybody, just for inclusion purposes and that, you know, intimacy, it makes sense to have somebody that can be bilingual, that's officiating your ceremony in whatever language that that might be. And then secondly, like I said, second best would be the interpreter. Yes, absolutely. And if you're going to go that route, make sure you do your due diligence, you know, and make sure that these two people are going to be you know, very tight at the hip and are on the same page. Uh, when yeah, that seems like it would be a bit of a train wreck if they, the, the other main thing is you got to communicate when you're planning your wedding. So <laughs> yes. you have to communicate with your vendors in general, but this seems like an imperative step that right. if it's not communicated with one party or the other, it's it's not going to be that um, cohesive and feeling like that organic and natural feeling right. ceremony, which... Alex, by the way, is excellent at, he's very organic and it's like in the moment. And I think that that's something that's, you know, truly unique to your skill set. and being able to do that (laughs) and being bilingual is so awesome. I just think it's like so great. Yeah. It's definitely something that I don't take for granted one bit. I am, I feel blessed to be fluent in both of those. And the way I grew up, I, it, I sh- it shouldn't have stuck with me because, you know, growing up in this country, I just watched TV in English. So, uh, like, for all intents and purposes, I should have forgotten how to speak Spanish long ago. And somehow, some way, it got, it's still stuck into my brain, probably because I need to speak some Spanish to effectively communicate with my parents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the main part. <laughs> now that I have kids, I want to, I definitely, like, you know, make it a point to them and let them know the importance of being bilingual. I'm like, this is so helpful to so many people, so many couples that I've been able to serve right. in the past. And I, I want you to be able to know both of these languages because it is so helpful uh, and it'll help you out in the future. It's like, oh, super 100%. Yeah. I guess the, just the premise is communicate. Yeah. If people are speak other languages, make them feel included, offer at least some form of interpretation. Best bet is to hire a bilingual um, officiant or minister. And yeah, I think that that's like really the bones yeah. of it. Definitely like start with like those couples that are, you know, starting to plan their yeah. wedding day. Like definitely take a, a headcount of your guest list and be like, who, okay, who here is absolutely fluent in both languages? Who might need a little bit of help here? Right. And who, like, who would benefit from this? Um, mm-hmm. and, and then kind of make, that'll help you make that decision uh, yeah. real yeah. quick. You and like I your- said, if it's even just one person, it's all that much more special to yeah. them and to everybody there that um, you have this service offered. Oh yeah. I've, I've done weddings where, Everybody is bilingual or can understand both languages, but it was like 
grandma. Grandma didn't, didn't speak any English. She doesn't understand right. any English. So we're going to do a bilingual ceremony just so that grandma, because grandma is so special to them, right. you know, as, as she should be. And so they wanted to make sure that she felt included. And so we, we went ahead and did that for her, you know, even just yeah. for the one person. Like, I think it's, it's definitely worth visiting. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Alex. I appreciate you taking the time, well, to honestly educate me on what bilingual ceremony is because I was clearly missing the mark, but um, I love it. I think that that's um, a great thing that you do and an amazing service. And I think that everybody should consider it if they have even just one one person that's going to be attending their ceremony that feel that they feel might be better suited for their primary language so yeah absolutely um, so anyway well thank you again i'm sure we'll have another chat in the future but um is there anything you'd like to leave us with no i think i think we pretty much touched on everything uh okay in regards to a bilingual ceremony um i hope you know i wish all those couples good luck in finding that right officiant um with hichikin unions that the group that i'm a part of we actually have uh two other uh ministers officiants who are mm-hmm also well-versed in both languages and they can also perform bilingual ceremonies. So there are definitely people out there just got to look for them. Right. And I think that that's also another note that like, it might not be in your best interest to have somebody that this will be their first time attempting this kind of ceremony. I think it's great, you know, for seamlessness and um, like that organic nature of a ceremony. If you do have somebody that is experienced with this and they they understand the flow of a ceremony and they understand um, how to interject when appropriate, even if they're doing their own pauses for this kind of thing. So, so yeah. thank you, Alex. Yeah. Thank you, Mackenzie. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate yeah. You. We'll talk soon. <laughs> All right. Did you know that Cactus Collective Weddings does small and intimate weddings based in Las Vegas, San Diego, and the Black Hills in South Dakota. We love helping couples get married on their own terms. This fall, we actually have three special pop-up wedding dates that we're offering in Las Vegas at a beautiful scenic setting called the Dry Lake Bed. We'll be partnering with some of the most luxurious planners and coordinators and decor folks in Las Vegas on October 1st, October 22nd, and November 11th. We still have availability for these amazing wedding dates at these amazing great prices. So definitely inquire at cactus-collective.com slash pop-ups.